Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. Agriculture is Saskatchewan, and 620 CKRM is your source for everything ag. Welcome to our newly expanded Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Here's your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by Assiniboia Livestock for the most reliable and dependable way to market your livestock. Today, we have major farm reaction to the Supreme Court decision upholding the federal carbon tax. We hear from the president of the Agricultural Producers Association, the president of the Saskatchewan Association of Rural Municipalities, and the secretary-treasurer of the Western Canadian Wheat Growers Association. We also talk to the president of the Saskatchewan Municipal Hail Association on a major $1 million donation to support the STARS Air Ambulance Program across the province. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnson's Grain. Helping growers contract any type of grain. Call 1-800-324-7778. APAS President Todd Lewis is disappointed with the Supreme Court decision today to uphold the federal carbon tax. Lewis says the tax puts an unfair burden on food producers who cannot pass on their higher costs. In uh, the various provinces, and uh, you know, this is another split de- decision. So it's disappointing and frustrating, I think, for producers. We want to see uh, some changes made to the carbon pricing policy, and really nothing's changed there. Uh, you know, from this morning to yesterday morning, uh, we've been uh, lobbying hard to try and see some changes. Have seen some results. I think you know when you. Think of Bill C-206 and, you know, the entire Parliament of of Canada voting on uh, an issue like grain drying and barn eating. It's pretty important that we get the regulations right. And, uh, you know, the politicians are beginning to recognize that uh, agriculture uh, is caught in a difficult position with this current pricing model. So let's hope that uh, we can continue to see uh, either exemptions or or rebates or however we're going to uh, go down this road. Farmers have made the case that, you know, it's very difficult. We can't pass those these uh, costs along to our customers, and uh, really comes off our bottom line, and uh, it's going to affect the sustainability of our of our industry long term. So it's a disappointing day, but at the same time, uh, really nothing's changed as far as where agriculture sits, as as far as trying to see some uh, relief from from the current model. How you talk about it hurting farming? How is it expense? How expensive is it to agriculture? Well, when uh, by the time it gets to one hundred and seventy dollars a ton. Uh, it will be uh, hundreds of millions of dollars, you know, annually in Saskatchewan. And uh, that's not a small amount of money. And as I say, it's money that comes directly from the bottom line. Uh, we're in an international marketplace. Uh, we have to uh, sell our product uh, internationally and even domestically. If we uh, try to raise our, our prices domestically, uh, we have a large neighbor south of us that has no carbon pricing model. So uh, end users would just uh, import the product from uh, the United States in many cases. So 
we uh, are in, dif- in a difficult position, uh, pr- especially the province like Saskatchewan. So much uh, of our goods are transported by rail, either inputs or uh, or our end product getting you know, into port position. And those co- costs are all passed directly on the producers. So it does add up, uh, you know, it'll be north of uh, $10 an acre per farm, uh, you know, on the crop side and uh, even on the ranching side and so on. There's lots of added costs hidden within the economy with a with a tax and pricing model like this. So it's not good news for producers and uh, we're going to continue to work towards seeing better regulations here for that really as well sustain agriculture and allow us to, uh, you know, really improve our carbon footprint. And if we don't have money in our pocket to invest in new technologies and so on, it just works against seeing us continue our improvements as far as carbon management goes. I believe there's a consultation process underway right now for carbon offsets for farmers for some exemption or rebates. Do you encourage farmers to get involved? Yeah, the federal government has a process going on right now, now consultations. I believe believe it's until the first week of May, so farm groups are certainly involved in that, and uh, individual producers can as well. You know, look at, uh, you know, the APAS website. I believe the uh, consultation uh, website is there. So, you know, I think we're trying our best to... uh, Continue to uh, tell farmers stories. Uh, we are part of the solution. We're not a problem, and we can always make improvements. Of course, uh, we're not saying we're uh, we're at the end of uh, our carbon management, but gee whiz, there's not so much stuff that we've done, and as far as carbon sequestration, and and uh, you know, especially here in Western Canada, Saskatchewan, no-till, and certainly the uh, pasture management practices that are that are using so much of the province now that we really need recognition for that and hopefully uh, the federal government will listen. Todd Lewis is the president of APAS. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. The president of the Saskatchewan Association of Rural Municipalities is disappointed with the Supreme Court upholding the federal carbon tax. SARM president Ray Orb says his organization will continue to push for an end to the federal carbon tax. Well, you can tell that SARM is really disappointed in that ruling. And, you know, of course, we know that federally imposed carbon taxes are already hurting Saskatchewan, hurting the whole province, of course. You know, it's even dampening our economy. But in particular, it's hurting, you know, the rural municipalities and the farmers and the ranchers within those municipalities. And it's putting us at a, at a, at a further competitive disadvantage um, with not only the rest of the country, but uh, you know what, the rest of the world. And uh, it's really disheartening news. Will you continue to battle against the tax and how? Well, you know, of course, we've been meeting, you know, all along with federal, uh, you know, ministers that have been involved with this, especially in finance, trying to convince them, you know, that this is wrong. We haven't had much luck. But we're going to continue to work with the province on this to see. Saskatchewan's plan has never been accepted by the federal government as far as reducing greenhouse gas emissions, you know, and and fighting uh, climate change and all those things that the federal government says we're guilty of. But we're going to continue to work with the province to see if there's an alternative. We're not sure what that is, but we, we, you know, we really need to sit down and talk to the province about this. Will you continue to push for farm exemptions or rebates from the carbon tax? Well, of course, we know that there is a lobby, you know, of course, to try and to mitigate the damage that's being inflicted on farmers and to try and, um, you know, get some rebates. You know, there's a private member's bill right now in Ottawa that's gone, you know, to committee level, and we're sure going to contribute towards that discussion. But we just think the carbon tax is wrong. And if you 
you know, if we're asking for exemptions, it's fine, but we're going to be heard in other ways, and it just seems to be really futile. And, you know, we're even going to talk to the opposition, the federal opposition, about this, too, to see if they can help us with this, because we really think it's unfair. That's SARM President Ray Orb. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update brought to you by the Canola School. Get canola agronomic information when you need it on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop. Our library of timely agronomic information is free and available at canolaschool.com. Sean Haney here with RealAgriculture.com and Real Ag Radio on Rural Radio 147 on Sirius XM. I'm joined right now by Dr. Gabe Woolman. He is from Happy Valley Goose Bay, Labrador. He's also the president of the Society of Rural Physicians. In terms of the COVID-19 pandemic, how has it impacted rural areas, maybe differently than some of our urban counterparts? Yeah, that's a that's an excellent question. I mean, I think uh, rural areas have been unique in, in how the pandemic has has uh, impacted them. Many rural areas are uh, dependent on uh, healthcare providers that uh, come in from other uh, from outside of the community, and the pandemic has really uh, hampered that movement of healthcare providers in a lot of ways. Um, it's also meant that a lot of healthcare providers haven't been able to give their time uh, elsewhere. They may be needed in their own communities more, so uh, so not as able to move around and help out uh, uh, around the country. Um, I think the pandemic has also really highlighted some of the gaps in access to higher levels of care for for patients in rural Canada. Um, and, you know, it demonstrated how much rural communities rely on transport systems if they're sick, uh, abilities to uh, get to higher levels of care. And, and uh, with COVID, some of those transport systems have been impacted um, and, and that's created some, uh, some problems for, for rural health care. I think the other important thing to note is that many rural uh, populations have uh, higher rates of chronic disease, have lower socioeconomic status, um, and, and both of those things uh, put, put the people in the populations at, at higher risk for bad outcomes with things like the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah, you know, COVID, uh, your, your point as far as exposing some of the reliance on some of these things that maybe we took for granted, like, say, transport, uh, g- good example there for sure. You know, initially with COVID-19, there was so much focus on the cities because that's where the people were and they were in small confined spaces. And so the spread was much easier. Uh, but like we found out, COVID, uh, as time has marched on, it, it has really uh, impacted some rural communities a- as well that maybe don't have some of the health resources to to really combat some of the, the cases. Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, you, you point out people in urban centers maybe are, are clustered closer together. Um, and we're lucky in rural Canada that we all have a bit more space. But there are certainly situations in rural Canada where um, people do live in, in tight quarters uh, where people are underhoused or uh, where people live in long-term care facilities or care homes uh, uh, where they're at much higher risk for transmission of this kind of illness. 
let's talk about the vaccine rollout. Um, it, you know, Canada has had some some challenges, but we're we're making some headway. I guess is maybe the way I'll I'll, I'll describe it. Can you comment on urban versus rural and try, rural people trying to get access to the vaccine? Has it been has it been suffice or has it been adequate from that regard comparing urban to rural? Yeah, it's difficult to compare because every every province is different, and even within provinces, there's been differences in how things roll out. Um, and you know, we we certainly did hear from a number of our members early on that there were concerns in, in various provinces um, with the perception that, that rural realities were not being considered in, in terms of vaccine rollout. Um, they were seeing, um, they were seeing people in more urban areas being vaccinated earlier, uh, people who maybe had less exposure risk being vaccinated earlier in the urban areas. Um, they were seeing situations where if they were offered a vaccine, they would have to travel a long distance to get the vaccine. So, so there's certainly been a number of issues highlighted by our membership over the past few months uh, about access to vaccines in rural areas. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. It's your agri-weather forecast on The Source 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather forecast is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, cloudy. Showers this afternoon, wind southeast 20, high plus 5. Tonight, rain showers changing to periods of snow and ending near midnight, the low minus 4. Friday, partly cloudy, wind northwest 20, the high plus 2. Wind chill, minus 10 in the morning, the low minus 8. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high plus 4, the low minus 4. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high 12, the low minus 1. Monday, cloudy, 60%. Chance of showers and windy, the high plus 4, the low minus 12. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high minus 4, the low minus 11. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high plus 2. Normal high for this date, 4 degrees. The normal low is minus 8. And the sun rose at 6.50 this morning. It sets at 7.19 tonight. And looking around the province, the hot spot right now is tied with Bratz Lake and Yellowgrass at plus 7 degrees. The cold spot in Saskatchewan, minus 16, up north at Collins Bay. Currently, around the province, we have Estevan at 6 degrees. Saskatoon is plus 1. Swift Current, 0. Weyburn is a balmy 5 degrees. And Yorkton, plus 1. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's plus 6. That's 43 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southeast at 24, gusting to 34. Humidity is 49%. The barometer rising 1003 Light rain in Moose Jaw right now, plus three. Winds are from the southeast at eight. Once again, Regina cloudy and six. That's 43 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. This spring, apply pre-emergent Edge Microactive Group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada before seeding your canola. Maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. 
You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougall Auctioneers. McDougallAuctions.com and brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems expect the best. Saskatchewan farm leaders are expressing disappointment with the Supreme Court and its decision to uphold the federal carbon tax. Western Canadian Wheat Growers Secretary Treasurer Jim Wickett says the decision was not a big shock. Not surprised um, and disappointed because, you know, I, I think there was a, you know, always a glim, you know, bit of hope that that uh, things could be recognized and, and that um, and that this challenge would go ahead but uh you know with kind of the way the supreme court stocked right now i think that that was uh, a pretty slim uh, hope there wicket was asked about the next step well i think we really got to get busy and, and go after and be recognized for everything that we've done um farmers had moved to no-till and and we're moving on uh, long before the Liberal government ever dreamed of being able to tax pollution. And, and the federal minister has said that there is no way that he's going to recognize something that happened, uh, I think, before 2017. So those are issues we have to get. Uh, the amount of carbon that's been sequestered, the amount of carbon that c- continues to be sequestered, especially in Saskatchewan with our pulse industry, um, and those plants taking uh, things out of the atmosphere and that. So we really have to push and be get these things recognized and the position that Canada and, and, and Saskatchewan farmers have been in for a long, long time. Wicked admits there's no easy task to convince Ottawa to provide carbon tax rebates or credits to farmers. No, I mean, you know, the wheat growers belong to the grain growers of Canada. They They can't even... You know, they represent 70 or 80,000 farmers in, in all, all across Canada and can, can't even get a meeting with the uh, federal ag minister. So this government really, really picks and chooses who it meets with. Um, it cherry picks there. And so, you know, as far as Western Canada having a voice and having some kind of say or even dialogue with uh, this minister is going to be slim and it's going to be a very difficult go. Wicket says the province needs to push for more farmed carbon tax rebates or credits. Well, I think, you know, going back to, uh, you know, what farmers have done and, and continuing to do, I think there has to be a framework for um, farmers to be able to sell those carbon credits and for those credits to be, you know, valued at a, at a value that they're worth, which is, you know, I had a neighbor just the other day got thrown around and you know was literally pennies per acre and he said what do you think and I said well you know they got the decimal place in the wrong spot because you know there's some industries that definitely uh, are going to be behind the eight ball and and uh, agriculture shouldn't be one of them we are putting more carbon in the ground than we're when we're using Wicket says there needs to be more dialogue with the Federal Minister of Agriculture on the carbon tax issue. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source, 620 CKRM. 
This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Crown Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Saskatchewan Municipal Hail Insurance has announced a second gift of $1 million to support the STARS Air Ambulance in Saskatchewan. The president of SMHI, Wayne Black of Tisdale, says STARS is an important service for rural Saskatchewan. This is our second gift of a million dollars, and I have to go back a little bit, Jim, to 2017 when SMHI celebrated its 100th anniversary. And we uh, we commissioned a book, a hardcover book, to chronicle the, the uh, events of the company in the first 100 years. But we wanted to do something a little more significant for rural Saskatchewan and for the people of rural Saskatchewan. So the board battered around a few ideas. And when one of the board members said, well, what about STARS? And it was an almost automatic at that time. Everybody just fell in line and said, well, absolutely, that's who we should be. STARS, as you know, uh, is is all over the province, as we are. We We represent all... 296 municipalities, and STARS is there wherever we need them. Any place in those municipalities or from the communities within, and we can count on STARS being there. And part of the reason, Jim, was because we're isolated. I live at Tisdale. We've got people, our farmers live all over the province, as you know, and we're a long ways from, from health care, immediate health care in the case of an accident or something. So STARS just was such a good fit. We have nothing but respect for the company, and they're such a good fit for Municipal Hail because we all, we all travel the same country. We're out in the, in the country the same as we are, and, and we just wanted to give something. So in 2017 was our first support of STARS, and we gave them a million dollars in 2017. Now, of course, when STARS approached us last fall, that was a four-year gift, by the way. And when STARS approached us last fall to wonder if we would be, if we had, first of all, the resources and the desire to help out again, would we be interested in doing that? And we talked it over at the board meeting and said, absolutely, we want to be a part of STARS uh, because par- STARS is really a part of our people. So that's kind of where it came from, Jim. So you see it as a really good place to park some money just for support of rural Saskatchewan. Well, Jim, SMHI is not noted for giving away of lots of money. You have to realize that this is farmer's money that we're dealing with here. And so we're very careful of how we spend our farmer's money. This is by far the biggest gift we have ever given to anybody. And But after giving the first million, the feedback we got from our rural ratepayers particularly told us that this, this is a safe place to go. We had tremendous support from from our repair members, and uh, so so we did it again this year. And this is, by the way, this is another four-year gift, a million dollars spread over the next four years. Wayne Black is the president of Saskatchewan Municipal Hail Insurance. The Market Updates with Jim Smalley on The Source, 620 CKRM. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall as Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999.
and Nelson GM in Assiniboia and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. Grain prices were mixed in early trading. Canola fell 15.30 at 7.15.37. Number one red spring wheat rose $2.03 at 2.7609. The rest were unchanged. Durham 312.32. Feed barley $256.95. Flax 891.80. Lentils six forty four fifty. Oats two twenty nine fifty three. Yellow peas three ninety two eighty nine. Feed wheat two thirty eight eighty four. The Minneapolis spring wheat May futures are down eight and a half cents at six eighteen and a half cent a bushel. It's the livestock reports on the source six twenty CKRM. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn, 842-4574. And now the latest quotations. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Market Report for the week of March the 25th. A decent-sized run here with 1,850 in the short, 250 cows and bulls, a total of 2,100 head for the week. Cows and bulls selling pretty much steady with last week. D1, D2 cows, 75 to 85. Sales to 87 to 88. D3 cows, 67 to 75. Cows are averaging 79 cents. Good bulls, 97 to 107, sales to 110, 111. Bulls are averaging 101. On to the pre-sort sale, selling, selling pretty much steady with last week on the steer side. 475 pound steers, 257. 575 pound steers, 235. 650 pound steers, 213. My favorite pen, 710 pound steers, 198. 800 pound steers at 184. On to the heifer side, 480 pound heifers, 211. 570s, 203, 650-pound heifers, 190, 710-pound heifers, 177, and 800-pound heifers at 169. This Friday, March the 26th, bread, cow, bread, heifer, cow, calf, pear, sale, expecting 150 head. Two herd reductions. The first one is black, black baldy cows, bread black. The other one is a mixed herd, bread charlet. Also, 25 cow, calf, pears. Sale starts at 11 o'clock. You can also view or bid online on DLMS. Last Friday, we had a sheep lamb goat sale. What a sale that was. 760-pound good lambs, 401. Call ewes, 160 to 185. Nanny goats, $230 to $330 a piece. And kid goats, $220 to $325 a piece. Also, this Sunday, March the 28th, we have the all-breeds bull sale featuring black Angus, red Angus, Simmental, Charlie, and Galvey bulls. At Heartland Livestock, Yorkton. Sale starts at 1.30. That's it for this week at Heartland, Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,700 hogs Wednesday, selling in a range of 206 to 224 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,800 head, selling in a range of 207 to 235 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up and four contract prices open mixed this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar closed even with the daily exchange rate at 1.2562. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 79.30 cents U.S. Daily U.S. cash markets continue to post gains, with the Western Corn Belt up $1.21 U.S. 100 weight, national 20 cents higher, and the national cut adjusted base up $4.22 relative to the previous day. When daily pricing is compared against the weekly historical basis, all regions are presently higher than the 2017 summer highs and the 2020 spike that was ushered in due to COVID-19 processing disruptions. There is presently no indication that cash prices will significantly soften in the short term, even though some market watchers are expecting at least a little bit of post-easter demand softness. 
a combination of supply tightness, a rebuilding of freezer inventories, and talk that some processes are gearing up for pent-up demand expectations further out are all factors behind the recent counter-season and remarkable strength in cash markets. Export demand remains firm as well and is holding the trend line for the time being, even though volumes dropped slightly from a week ago. China has recently backed off from new commitments, but Mexico for the most part has made up for it. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report. The Saskatchewan Wildlife Federation is hoping to raise funds for habitat land purchases. The Wildlife Federation is once again accepting donations of guns, antlers, and used hunting and fishing equipment. Darren Newbury, Director of Habitat Land for the SWF, says donated items are then sold with proceeds going towards the SWF's Habitat Trust Initiatives, which acquire and enhance habitat for wildlife, including species at risk. Newbury says the Wildlife Federation is grateful for the support and assistance with the program over the years. He says over the course of 20 years, Guns for Habitat and Antlers for Habitat initiatives have raised over $250,000. With matching program, the SWF reports that number doubles. Anyone who's interested can contact the Wildlife Federation to arrange for a COVID-friendly pickup or drop-off and a tax-deductible receipt is issued to the donor upon sale of the antlers or equipment. A non-profit organization funded by Federated Co-ops has launched a guidebook and website to help Indigenous communities explore business development using the co-op model. Executive Director of Cooperatives First, Audra Kroger, says since the organization began about five years ago, they've been talking with Indigenous communities, and one key finding is that there isn't enough knowledge out there about what co-ops are and how they work. That's what the guidebook is about. It explains that a co-op is a formal legal structure that includes a group of people with a shared goal. Most people know co-ops for food and fuel, but Kruger says there are actually a variety of opportunities out there. For instance, Cooperatives First has helped with daycares, control and ownership of technical services on a First Nation, and an Indigenous art co-op. In the past five years, the organization has worked with 38 groups in various stages of their business development. On the markets today, the TSX is down 20 points at 18,608. The Dow fell 44 points at 32,464. Oil is down 291 a barrel at 58.27. And the Canadian dollar is down 21 hundredths of a cent at 79.27 cents U.S. That's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of today's broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, now starting after the 12 o'clock news on your voice for everything ag. 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicides.